Hello everyone, welcome in a Women's Cafe podcast. Uh, this is our first podcast, very first one, in fact, that we are starting today. The podcast title today is Women Engineers, Why Not? My guest, who I will be talking to today about women in engineering, is a president of FM Engineering at Glasgow University, Penny Morton. Hello, Penny. Hello. Nice to meet you. It's actually the very first time we are talking to each other today, which is also very exciting because it's the first podcast um, that we are making together. Uh, please forgive us if we are kind of learning as we go. It can be challenging to do the first, very first podcast. But jumping into the topic, actually, before I jump to the main topic, I just wanted to say a few words about the magazine that I started running in 2018. Basically, as a result of uh, me noticing that there's not enough presence of women in uh, media and in science and in other areas. So I decided I really wanted to change it, especially in terms of news and, and media um, being created um, by women. So mm. that's, that's how I came with the idea to actually firstly run it as a project. But then as I started meeting some amazing women and they, they sort of um, started talking to me, why not actually move it to the next level and just make it like a proper um, platform for women? Then I decided to listen to them. <laughs> um, and, then, <laughs> and then basically that's how it started so why am i starting from the f first episode the reason um, i'm starting from the women in engineering topic is actually because one of the first women that inspired me to talk about things to talk about women empowerment is Debbie Sterling. She is a CEO and founder of Goldie Blocks company, which is basically creating tools that are for um, little girls to basically build and engineer their own things, which I found the idea it's, it's absolutely incredible. So that's, that's basically why um, I decided to start from engineering. Because in a way, I know I'm going a bit off topic at the moment, a little bit, um, but women empowering it's kind of it is kind of engineering the new way of uh, people's thinking of how, how they perceive actually feminism how they perceive us women and and following that actually when i was doing a little research for this for this podcast i went to women's engineering society website and then I found facts like from 2019, um, so they pretty pretty much um, most recent um, figures, that 46.4% of girls um, age 11 to 14 would consider a career in engineering compared to 70.3% of boys. 32% of girls age 14 to 16 would consider a career of in, in engineering compared to 66% of boys. So those figures are actually showing that definitely something needs to be done to encourage more women and more girls into engineering. This need to start from people changing their perception and how they perceive um, basically who should go into an engineering sector, who should pursue a career in engineering. Questions that I have for Penny. Who is um, who is actually a president 
I don't know how to. <laughs> I I struggle with pronunciation. Uh, sorry, English isn't my first language, unfortunately. Um, but is it is it just it's fem eng? So that's just an abbreviation because our title's quite long, which is the Female Engineering Society at the Glasgow University. So we just say fem eng for short. <laughs> fem eng. Okay. Yeah. So let me fire on straight away and just ask you about your path to engineering like why did you choose engineering so when i was at school i always loved my math and physics but i also was very creatively minded and i really loved my art as well so mm-hmm. i was actually the only girl in my maths and physics class um, but then in art it was all girls <laughs> so it was a bit of a contrast then <laughs> i kind of always like was in the balance between them and when i was applying to university i actually applied for a range of careers i applied for architecture financial mathematics um i looked into medicine a lot which is where you'll find a lot of girls who are good at their sciences will kind of choose their career path to go to yeah but i went to a work experience day with my dad who's a doctor and i completely passed out <laughs> at the sight oh, of blood really? <laughs> yeah so i thought maybe this isn't the career for me um and then by chance i went to a university open day at glasgow and me and my mum we actually got a bit lost if i'm completely honest and we went into this uh, room and it was their lecture we i was interested in engineering anyways but kind of didn't really know a lot about it um teachers at my school were very much my physics teacher wanted me to do pure physics my math teacher wanted me to do math teaching and my <laughs> art teacher just wanted me to do art and i was like no i want to do a combination of all of these three things so yeah we went into like a information day and they were doing a talk on product design engineering which is what i study and it was just the like a light bulb went off in my head and i just left that day knowing that this was a career for me it was the only course that i found that would just be able to use my interest and in skills in physics and maths but also my desire for creativity and it just would allow me to solve problems creativity which is just what i always wanted to do so yeah that was kind of why i then chose to do product design engineering this sounds actually really amazing i love the story about you <laughs> sorry it's actually not funny but about you passing <laughs> out in a hospital and then just deciding no. to go <laughs> yeah but like i'm glad it happened because i feel like it's one of those things that i would have like if that had not happened then i definitely would have done medicine and i know a lot of other girls who um one of my friends she did a year of like she wanted to do medicine didn't get in so did a year of anatomy at the university then she just discovered about biomedical engineering and realized wow this is the career for me like i can do both the caring the side of medicine but also be designing and problem solving so a lot of the times we've well just from my generation anyway and a lot of my friends it's just not knowing about engineering from a younger age and then just kind of realizing that even within engineering it's not mechanical engineering isn't just about like fixing cars there's a lot of other things to do with it and i think sometimes just knowing that and um, will change a lot of girls mind to then pursue a career in engineering this is actually uh, this is actually really important that you mentioned that because um that's what i 
prepared um, uh, even when I was listening to to some talks that Debbie Sterling, um, who I mentioned before, she was mm-hmm. she was giving on a TED talk um, that the, the the way that she was actually perceiving uh, engineering and and other women um, um, and and I myself I must admit that I saw it for some time um, that way is just basically like you say um, oh just uh, fixing cars fixing engines yeah. and nothing else but. But then I realized that there's there's much more to it, and there's, there's a lot of creative space in it. So, is there any favorite area in engineering that you specifically liked to doing, and and you would encourage maybe discovering that area more for girls? Interestingly enough, in engineering, um, biomedical engineering and product design engineering are the only courses that are around 50% split, um, male and female. And it tends to be because these both have more of a more of a caring side to them. Yeah. Um, it's more like you're designing to help people or like solve problems that are really people focused. And in terms of like, so in my degree specifically, so I'm actually at two universities. So I oh, study, wow. so I study mechanical engineering at the Glasgow University, and then all the art and design side I do at the Glasgow School of Art. So it's an amazing combination. Like we're in with all the other engineers doing all the same exams as the mechanical engineers, except one subject that they do. Yeah. We the art school and at the art school is where we do lots of group projects we're given a challenge um, and told like the whole first year is basically making stuff out of cardboard but it's an amazing like it's such a good time you learn so many things about teamwork problem solving and a lot of like presentation skills as well and then what's really amazing is when it comes to your third year all the things that you've learned in your lectures at the university on like mechanics, dynamics, all these the things in an exam which you're thinking, when am I ever going to need this? Like, why do I need to memorize this formula? And then at the art school, when you're working on a project and solving something, all of these things you start to be able to use and apply in real life. And for me, that was an amazing moment in third year was to just realize that oh all of these things I'm learning in books and lectures and exams are are actually useful but yeah and it's the teamwork as well is in engineering is like so good and it's an aspect that I really love like even if you're working on a, a massive car or whatever you're designing you're never going to be the sole person to design that whole thing you always need other people or other types of engineers or uh, business people that you, and you need to learn how to work with everyone to get kind of like the best design or the best solution at the end of the day gosh you are really selling it and i'm now thinking of <laughs> going <laughs> honestly you got me thinking that i got my career wrong <laughs> literally <laughs> maybe instead of going into journalism and literature i actually should have go <laughs> have gone to engineering because it sounds actually especially the creative um side of it that you're talking now yeah. uh, with, with um, um so passionately that sounds actually incredible but i i see also that you became a president of um feminine um, mm-hmm. um society group um at your university could you could you 
talk about that more? How how that happened? Actually, so after third year, um, I came back from an internship in Turkey where I was designing and making wow. robotic beer taps, <laughs> and I kind of came back and I realized I learned all these skills, but. And this kind of happens for a lot of students in third year. You realize, like, okay, there's a lot more to partying and doing other things at university. <laughs> and I, yeah. I found Femenge, and I'd been a member of Femenge since first year, but not really got that into it because it was quite a small group. And um, but in third year, they were having their AGM, so I applied to be the outreach uh, convener. So basically, I was responsible for organizing school visits and just basically promoting uh, women in engineering to the wider community. So going to like STEM fairs and just going to schools to do talks or like going to nurseries and doing little workshops with them and just teaching them more about STEM in general and just all the different paths that there are to university and engineering, uh, which they might just not have known about. So I did that for a whole year. And I absolutely loved it. Like I fell in love with the Femenge community and just I met so many other girls at the university from different year groups and different disciplines that I would have never, ever like met otherwise. Just because at university you tend to kind of keep within your year or like within your friend group after, I don't know, sec after second year especially. So I just kind of wanted to open my horizons a lot and, and network with a lot of other females at the university who were quite like-minded, like, myself um, and then yeah after that I applied to be the president and then yeah I, I got that <laughs> so oh, it was amazing congratulations <laughs> thank you so this past year I've been doing my master's projects as well as being the president of Femenge so I was managing over a hundred members and overseeing wow. our really our hard-working committee who I could have never done all of the things that we've done and no I just wanted to basically ask out of curiosity those hundred yeah. members mm -hmm. are they all women so no actually this year we had over five male members and they came to our uh, freshers mixer because that was one thing that I was really kind of focused on as well this year was firstly kind of opening up our doors to all STEM students because I realized at a lot of the fairs we were doing at university a lot of like math and computing science girls would come over and say can I join and I, I rebranded Femenge because I sometimes yeah. don't really like the name Femenge because I believe that we should kind of all be lifting up each other and yeah, yeah of course and there's a there's kind of a lack of society or community within computing science and math so they were all really keen to join Femenge so I was like yeah of course you're welcome and I I rebranded Femenge with some t-shirts of Steminist which was amazing and then having the males like come on board and a lot of them came to our activities as well, which I just think is so important because a lot of the things they will maybe hear or understand at these events is how we properly make change for good, I believe. I believe that you need everyone in the room to have like an open discussion and understand both sides of the coin. But there's also the other side of it is like some of our events we do, this was kind of a problem, not a problem we're having this year, but a debate with ourselves was, there are some events that we do want to keep only female just because we find that if you do have an event that's only female then females were 
will speak up more and feel a lot more confident in the room. So yeah. I think that's just that's something probably next year for Fem Engine that I've spoken about with the upcoming president is just maybe selecting events that are will be specifically only female and other ones that are really beneficial to have males, such as the outreach training and getting males along to teach uh, younger children as well, which is yeah. just as important. Yeah, sorry for interrupting. There was actually, um, I think there was even a research done um, that I'm actually, I thought it's worth mentioning um, that there, there, there is a research done, I don't know by him, um, proving that actually women um, in a room, in a meeting room, um, if we are obviously mixed with men, um, we are, will actually not speak. Um, we will not take, uh, we will not um, actually speak out um, and give our opinion so uh, willingly. Um, and it's completely different if we are um, just by ourselves, like you pointed yeah. out, uh, doing the, 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 the meeting, organizing an event where our um, women are just with each other. It's somehow easier for us to speak out. Yeah. Um, and, I was, and I was wondering many times where is obviously, where is this coming from? Um, I think there is, there is, there is a lot that we still have to kind of sort of learn together, which actually it's, it's a good thing that we can support each other. And it, you, you did that by um, pointing out how important it is to, to organize such events for, for just women. You mentioned that you went to Turkey, am I right? Yeah, so I kind of have seen that at university you get over three months for each summer and it's a massive opportunity to go somewhere else in the world or learn a new skill. So in first year I went to do Camp America and I was a lifeguard and a swim coach. Then in second year for three months I volunteered in a rural village in India and we wow. basically got the I was working with like local engineers and a team and we got the water to come back into the village. So that was wow. an amazing experiencing that kind of taught me that when I came back from that was made me question of like what type of engineer do I want to be and what impact do I want to have on the world like because there's so many different companies that you can go into and I think this is this is very common for females actually like a female will choose to work at a company if they align with the, her um morals and like kind of the uh, the culture of the company and what they really want to achieve that's something yeah. that really attracts uh, women to companies um so yeah that's kind of just made me evaluate that and then in third year i was really keen to get an internship in engineering just after third year you've learned a lot of skills which can actually be used and applicable in the workplace so i got something through called ISD, which is like a government funded international scheme and so i went out to turkey in istanbul and it was a small startup company so there's only about 12 of us and we were building and making robotic beer taps <laughs> so that what? was yeah <laughs> it was so much fun and then last summer I just came back from China and I was working at a big like a larger company because I wanted to experience both what it was like to be um, in a smaller company and maybe have a more of an impact and responsibility compared to a really large international company so I was at Mettler Toledo in China and yeah it's just been amazing to work in different countries with a really diverse team and being able to like overcome 
the communication level as well. And I've just found that, see, just drawing in a meeting room when everyone else is speaking Chinese and they don't understand me. <laughs> it's just amazing <laughs> that just a sketch, like me drawing and then then drawing back is just as much communication as you need. And quite a few, quite a few things over the summers. And that's something I'd really encourage everyone else to do is like use your summers and go go and explore places and learn new skills you've got so many you've got so much time and after doing those internships it's really made me think about like what type of engineering I want to go into and also what type of engineering I don't want to do as well which is just as important all of this sounds incredible so it's actually really incredible that you say that you applied um, obviously you, you you applied for all of those programs Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't realize, and I wanted to kind of um, um, point it out, um, and purposely point it out to to other women and girls there. Basically, there are a lot a lot of such programs available for them to apply and go and travel and and experience what you experienced. Uh, am I right? Yes, there is loads of different programs out there. Uh, the one I went to India with was with the government, so it was v- it was like VSO ICS, so it's an international citizen program. So that meant that the government paid for like all the flights and everything, and you basically had to fundraise enough money, and then when you get there, you're living with a family. And then the other internships, both internships in China and Turkey, I got were through IST, and that's online as well. It was basically lots of different companies all around the world put up different internships, people that they're looking for, and it's an exchange program. So for, mm-hmm. say, eight people to go out to China, eight people then come to the UK to work in companies here. So and it's, a, it's an amazing opportunity. But as well as that, there's lots of other women uh, schemes, like Jaguar have a, a women internship and graduate scheme, which is amazing. And I know a lot of people who have done the internship and then gone back to become a graduate there. So and Dell have them as well. So make sure to look into the companies and look at their like women's schemes that they will have because they're becoming so popular because companies are realizing that they need more women in their teams to actually be more diverse and also to make higher profits. They're putting out, like especially the bigger companies like Morgan Stanley and things, there's a lot of different schemes available that you um, can definitely get involved in and they also range in the length of time so some of them can just maybe be a week long like Strathclyde University do one for uh, girls thinking of going into engineering so it's school time and they can go to the university for a week and just basically try out lots of different engineering things and see if they like it and from that a lot of girls will then choose engineering because they've just had a taste of what it's like. That's fantastic. That sounds sounds. It's actually really important um, that you mentioned that, um, and and basically, all of the girls and women who will be listening to that podcast uh, in upcoming days or months, um, I'm sure it will actually encourage them um, a lot to apply for such schemes, such programs, because this is such an amazing opportunity to not only learn how fascinating engineering is, how. Uh, a lot of areas, different areas it has uh, for for um, progression and, and basically learning new things, but also meeting new people and, and getting to know uh, people in different countries mm-hmm. and traveling. There's all sorts of really positive benefits that can uh, can come with it, mm-hmm. which is actually really incredible. One more thing that I really wanted to ask in terms of you being an engineer and, and, and current situation, what, what we're going through at the moment, all of us, is how 
I don't know your your society or university or how how your engineering group is currently basically dealing with the COVID-19 problem and and do you have any any engineering solutions or or projects that you're working on uh, in terms of uh, connection to the to the COVID-19? Not directly. So Femend, we kind of we just had our AGM, so we just kind of pass over to the next year of um, committee and president. And because we just had exams as well, we're kind yeah. of, over the summer. Femend, it doesn't calm down, but it does essentially. And we kind of only start up again just before we're coming back in September. We do uh, there's a summer school in some of the universities, so we go in and speak to them in terms of like design directly there's a there's this, another society which i was actually part of called handprints at glasgow university and they have a handprints and they have 3d printers so they've been okay. um, 3d printing like visors and things and and helping with the covid but femeng we don't really have that many resources actually directly so when we go into schools we're kind of more about using like pens and papers and just like basic materials that we have to teach others and inform them about engineering so yeah we've not really been doing anything directly with covid <laughs> No, it's fine. Uh, to be fair, I'm just asking more out of curiosity yeah. how um, mm-hmm. sort of um, because there is like so many different researchers happening yeah, at the moment. There's... Just to kind of summarize all of it, because there's 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 a lot of uh, really actually interesting areas that you went to, um, and I would love to actually talk about all of them. And I'm I'm hoping that it will be it will be possible to, to chat to you again um, in the future, but sort of like to summarize all of it um i just wanted to ask you uh, to say to all of the girls out there something to encourage them to pursue the same path what, what would be if, if you can narrow it down to like three elements uh, in engineering that you think they are the most important to you and you think they could also inspire other girls out there to, to pursue the, this career i would love to hear hear about that i'm sure um other other girls would love to hear about that too if you could just uh you could just say i would say to be curious like always be researching and like looking at online things are changing and there's always like new products or new solutions or ways that things can be improved and there's also a lot of different job roles out there in engineering after you graduate you kind of choose a path that's going to be more technical focused and so maybe sitting on the computer and solving things on like computer modeling software or you can go the project management route which is what I want to go down just because I really love working with people and getting the best out of the skills that they they have yet that's kind of like more managing uh, different engineering projects and I would also say to go for it like don't let anyone tell you otherwise and you might have teachers or people you're come across in groups who may treat you differently because you are a woman but don't let them stop you like you being there and showing them the skills that you have and will be enough to actually sometimes change their mind and sometimes that's all it needs is just you being there will have a really positive impact on everyone else and one other thing is engineering is changing even in the time yeah. that I've been at university over five years, it's so positive to see the increase in women coming through in first year and how the work that like 
us and also other groups such as Equate Scotland who I've been working for this year and other like society groups and people in on LinkedIn like there's so many inspiring women in the industry that you can go and look at and be inspired by so if ever there's a point where you think oh I really don't want to do this anymore it might just be an exam or a subject you're struggling with but we've all been there and just yeah just if you're unsure about your career or something you're struggling with just ask people there's been someone there a similar female or it could be a male as well who's been there and you can really ask help ask them for help just this week i've had um over three girls actually message me who i, I didn't know <laughs> they were looking <laughs> to study product design engineering and they just wanted to talk to me and find out a bit more about it so don't don't be scared to ask because just by asking like those those females are very willing to help you like I love to be able to speak to um, younger females who are considering a career in engineering I'm like yes <laughs> of course <do> yes <laughs> <laughs> but I also make sure like there's aware there there are challenges that you'll face at school and university but you'll definitely overcome them and I would really say that it's in my internships I have been sometimes like the only girl but I would say that more effort is made when you are the only girl in the room. You're noticed, but when you, the work that you're doing is definitely makes a positive impact on the team. So yeah, I would just say go for it. <laughs> Thank you, Penny. It's It's been fantastic talking to you. It's it's actually, like I said in earlier, um, actually, you really got me thinking if I took, if I got my career, <laughs> if I got my career right. Um, and it, it, it sounded, I'm, I'm actually, um, I started this podcast. Um, obviously, I will be publishing it for others. But mm-hmm. um, honestly, after I finish editing it and I will publish it, I will be the first person to listen to that because <laughs> I just really want to hear about um um, all of that again um, because it, it was actually really really interesting uh, to hear about um, the, the areas that I actually had no idea um, existed uh, in terms of the programs that you mentioned I actually um, I thought that it, this will be on sort of like a work in the industry um, experience but I didn't realize that this this can actually extend to the point where you can actually go to so many countries and yeah. and and do so much and and you Mm -hmm. mentioned um, bringing water to 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 one of the towns in india um Mm -hmm. that's absolutely incredible um it's it's it it probably will stay with you and your memory for your life so um so i'm just i'm i'm really impressed and thank you so much for agreeing to to take part in that podcast thank you very much for for your time and i hope we can we can do this in the future again oh thank you very much it was lovely chatting to you Thank you. Lovely chatting to you too. Just to everyone, um, the podcast uh, will be initially available on Spotify. You can, you can download it basically from there and listen to us. Uh, you can share it on which we are really hoping you will do um, on, on your social media, um, on, on Facebook, on Twitter, um, wherever you feel it's, it's, um, it, it's going to be. Um, basically, it's going to reach more people, especially more women, more girls. Mm-hmm. We also encourage all women um, in science, in media to contact us and collaborate. So if you feel that you have a topic that you would like to talk about, you would like to present like, uh, like uh, Penny did today, um, 
please feel free to email us to using by using either form on on the website pinkmagazine.com um, or by emailing at uh, uh, wonderwomen at pinkmagazine.com both of the ways are um you you are going to reach us um so thank you very much for listening uh penny thank you thank you very much again um for for presenting all of this to us Thank you.